0: Imagine giving everyone you know, plus a handful of strangers, post-it notes and asking them to write down three things they can always count on you for, as well as three things they can never count on you for. What are the people you know best going to write? What are the people you barely know going to write? The sum pattern of their answers is a strong indication of your professional brand, or how you will come off to employers prior to being hired, and certainly after being hired. You could take the, the above exercise a step further, and I recommend you do, by asking different questions to tease out exactly how people see you. You could ask, what three traits describe me best? What did you think of me when we first met? How has this changed over time? What made it change? The key to understanding your current professional brand is understanding how you come across to others holistically. Once you understand this, all you have to do is either find an employer who is aligned with your professional brand or adjust your professional brand to align with an employer whose brand you value you will likely end up doing some combination of the two. Once an an employer is aware of you, right, so once you've gone from being invisible to visible, these employers will carefully evaluate whether you are going to disrupt their professional lifestyle, their current team's dynamic, or the company's overall culture. In short, they are looking for red flags. That's right, every employer you interact with during the hiring process is asking themselves, can I stand to be around this person for eight hours a day, five days a week? You want to avoid them thinking, my God, I can't even stand talking to this person on the phone for five minutes, let alone having to interact with them day in and day out. If you come across as overly awkward or arrogant, defensive, boring, or negative, what does that say to your potential employer? Even if you're not that way, are you coming across that way? What person in their right mind would recommend that person for their company? They wouldn't. They're not going to hire you. This may seem overly critical to you, but their scrutiny during the hiring process is justified. Consider it from the employer's perspective, even if you have 20 interviews with an employer and talk to dozens of people at the organization, they still have very little information about who you actually are. Employers can't try you out full time, certainly not for PhD level positions, and certainly not for months to see who you really are. It would be too disruptive to their current team members and the company culture, not to mention the legal and administrative complications. Instead, employers must carefully evaluate your candidacy and make certain you will not have a negative impact on them. They must also, and this is good news, go into the hiring process with positive intent. The intent must be to hire you, train you, and keep you on for years to come. There's no way around it. So you must start considering yourself from the employer's perspective because no employer will sacrifice their job or their team or their company for the sake of you. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. Remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.